0: Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, no, I don't understand. I had to grab my iPad. I guess it's not working on my computer. Huh? Not on my computer
1: either. You know what would be helpful is if you had an iPhone. No, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? Uh, the devil. The
0: devil. <laughs> Apple is oh, the devil, except the iPad. Exactly, and MacBook, and, and, and MacBook. Ev- everything else. Yeah. yeah. You have a you have a little mic set up. You were you were gonna do the the proper. Uh, yeah, I, I thought this was a podcast. Isn't that isn't that what we're doing here? Yeah, yeah.
2: we're already rec- we're on we're live.
0: Nice.
2: Um, I don't. Th- so.
0: Yeah, I I, I literally had a, a beautiful preamp plugged in, ready to go, and now I can't use it.
2: Uh, me too.
0: I had to lay. I had to <laughs> lay on and everything.
2: Yeah. Um. All right. I so see you
0: guys in so long. I know. Oh my god. Oh. Where? Long winter.
2: Where is everyone?
0: Bushwick,
1: Heights
2: Los Angeles. Uh. Do a quick. <laughs> just everyone say their name a couple times so everyone can figure out who's who.
0: Oh. Ewan, Ewan Leitrimuen. This is Lewis Cohen, Lewis, Lewis
1: Cohen. Alex Kirkpatrick, Alex Kirkpatrick,
0: Alex I mean, Kirkpatrick. I yeah. I'm sure I'll be easy to single out because I have a slight accent. Yeah, it used to be much more intense. Yeah.
2: Yeah, all right, apparently, apparently, apparently so. so. All right, we're, uh, we're rolling.
0: Are you? Do okay. you guys have? Are your heads like floating in little boxes? They keep moving. The,
2: the, yeah. Oh. Okay. They're moving.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Whenever someone talks, their head goes to the front. Oh, it, it's like it's like this sort of floating slow motion. Kind of zen. I like yeah. it. It's bizarre.
2: None of you are moving on my end.
1: Cool. Canada, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, we might be interu- interrupt interrupt that. All right. Good. So how many how many people uh, listen to your podcast? Oh, z- zero, none. We're <laughs> we climbing. So like, uh, I'm at. Can't find my phone because it's right here. So I I took a screenshot and uh, I'm at like 208 on the Woo! on the Canadian music charts. No
0: way. Which is That's like actually pretty
2: sick. well, I mean, in the past I've like I've been in the top ten pretty regularly so wow. we're not oh, doing wow. we're not doing great <laughs> at
1: well, the moment. I'm
2: just... um i'm just sorry i'm just trying to figure out where the noises are all coming from give me one second can you guys hear each other fine yes
0: it sounds like a little noisy i hope it's not me i have like my heater on i mean my radiator is very very loud and yeah. there's nothing i can do about it yeah it's fine we're i'm we're, just gonna sit on the couch
2: because,
0: like, why not? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm talking. just going to mute
2: myself
3: when I'm not talking, too, so. Oh, that helped a lot.
0: Yeah, okay, so it's Alex. <laughs> it's Alex. Poor guy.
2: I mean, it's fine. It's 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 fine. This is... Uh,
0: lo-fi, right?
2: Lo-fi enough that I can, like, pull those frequencies out and it'll still sound like a phone. It's whatever. Yeah.
3: Um, Wait, I'll just move to a different room. It's way easier if I just do that. Oh, no Alright, give me a second.
2: I don't even know what episode we're on. Uh
1: hey, you've been doing this for a while.
0: Do you do this every week, Mike?
2: I I was. I mean that's wow. the plan. i I've, I've taken some some pauses like this is uh number this is number five of like five weeks in a row Uh but i took like Like, almost a year year off Uh, okay and this is episode uh 59 nice is alex gone for Good, no, no, I'm here.
3: I'm just making my bed because it's just embarrassing if I don't. Um, oh <laughs> my god, there's another fucking radiator in here! All right, I'm going in.
2: My... Man, it doesn't it, everything's yeah, it's fine, really it's okay. Deal. You can sit you wherever you
1: where <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> must be nice. I'm fucking freezing.
0: Yeah, oh dude, I can have the window open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, What, what what's the weather today? It's like 70s. <laughs>
2: all right this is a i think i'm going to keep all this in it's a pretty wicked cold open knockout ginger episode 59 with the crew from uh a record we made five years ago
0: yeah wait what is it called now yeah it changed
2: i don't know uh well it's still called kill together for sure Right, and we just had to sort of tiptoe around the idea that we were maybe accidentally named after the wrong side of history by mistake.
1: I think it was fine. I
0: stand by that.
2: <laughs> uh, so.
0: And you can you can no longer stream it on on major platforms, right? You gotta you what? gotta go to the end camp.
2: What happened?
1: No, that's my record.
0: Oh really? I I like searched for it just earlier. I couldn't find it. Is it just not on Apple Music or something? It's not under Desert Fox anymore. But it's under what Fox News? I think it's, uh, it's under, like Lewis Cohen. It's just oh, our names
1: and Mike DeCon and Alex St. Patrick. Okay, I see. Like, That's like probably probably style.
2: Yeah, we might have an. I mean, we're gonna play together again, and someday we'll have a name. I yeah, think. We'll, but. Uh, For the time being.
1: (laughs) What is your cat doing?
3: Just pacing? He's just, yeah, he's just doing his thing. He's going to figure it
0: out. Two cats now, right? What's that? Yeah, two cats. They're they're upstairs somewhere.
2: You got two levels? Must be. Yeah, man. We got radiators and two... Um, so I don't know where we even, I mean, this is, usually I just let it run like this and we just say dumb shit and keep it going. So, uh, I'll cut like let her rip and I'll cut whatever out that you guys don't want in and whatever.
0: What I'm, I'm curious as to what your, uh, each of your recollections is of the session that we did? Oh, I barely remember. Well, like me, what, what things do you remember from it?
1: That we recorded the whole record once and didn't like it and then re-recorded yeah. It. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the main thing that stands out. So I, probably, I mean, I probably have that uh, alternate version of it somewhere. Yeah, I don't think it was good. Yeah, you guys were not vibing. No.
1: Yeah, because we had
2: to all be in the same room. I um, I I just like I specifically remember playing and uh, Mihi walking around in the studio while we were playing, and I could hear her footsteps in my headphones, <laughs> and that bothered me a lot. And uh, <laughs> and um. I remember a couple different we we ran into some uber issues also
1: oh that's right and we couldn't i don't don't remember
2: that
1: we couldn't get alex's
2: gear in an uber
1: yeah
0: it was a
2: crazy day uh, i i was yeah i don't
3: i don't remember recording the album twice i'm gonna be completely honest (laughs) (laughs) What I do remember is, and maybe this is what you're recalling, we we got this really nice studio space so that we could be isolated and get all these really nice sounds. And we realized that because of how we interacted and um, built off of each other, it was not possible to do that in this band. Because the improvisation, the movement of the music, and honestly, how we decided where to like hit together um it was an isolation booth thing was completely impossible and an overdub thing was completely impossible outside of extraneous overdubs so what i remember is that we took this really nice studio and made it into basically a living room and recorded like a like a <laughs> diy at home record at like a really nice studio which is i think the most badass thing to do it's like i i'm, I'm trying to think of a good analogy here it's like um it's it's like putting a, like a four-cylinder engine in like a lamborghini or something yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's beautiful it's a beautiful use of, of that space i think <laughs> um is there what is it the
2: is it the opposite of that saying you put a you put a pig in a top hat it's still a pig or or or, or is it back is that backwards
0: is that some Canadian saying that I've never heard before? Isn't it like a a pit bull or a, a bulldog with lipstick?
2: Or mm. You put a donkey in a suit, it's still a don't. I don't know. I'm not. There's. <laughs> I think. So we're some...
3: putting like a swan in like a drug rug, is what we're saying,
1: <laughs> and it's still a swan.
3: Yes. Yes.
2: Nice. But I think we're the drug rug.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you remember we played that venue? It had like an American flag behind us.
0: Was that the Footlight? No. Um.
1: What was that place called? It's, I think it was at. It might have been at Don Pedro. In, no, it was in Williamsburg, right next to Trash Bar.
3: Oh my god! I know exactly what you're talking about. I had the flu. Oh, you did. Yeah. Is that that place that closed, like Bar Matchless or something? It wasn't Bar. No, it was a very anonymous place. It, it
1: like, was oh, it was a metal place. I can't remember. either way. I remember we were playing there, and uh, and the sound guy got super into it, and he started putting reverb <laughs> on the snare. <laughs> and and afterwards, and it was like, and it was like, yeah, it was like metal bands, and then we played. Like it was not right. at all. We were not the vibe.
2: Was this the show? Was this the first time Zach Lane did his thing? Was it? Was it? Yes. It was a Zach yes. Lane show, right? And, oh, fuck, I know that place. Grand um, Victory. Grand
1: Victory. Yeah. That's what it was called.
2: Mm, yeah. yeah. And but, Chris Hoffman um, played something, too?
1: Yes. He played, uh, he, I think he played his uh, uh, Thieves. What's it called? Champion of Thieves.
0: Oh, fuck.
2: Game of Thrones. Uh Ge- th- th- It is Game of uh, Thrones. Uh, no, his, uh, Company of Thieves uh, Company, Company of Thieves, thieves. <laughs> Alright <laughs> Alright welcome back to the Knockout Ginger podcast Where we just play the memory game all day
3: <laughs> I'm glad I've, I've cut back on my drinking It's really paying off dividends
1: <laughs> Yeah apparently you're on top of this shit But uh It's uh anyway I just remembered that That show you know, like him being like So into it despite it not being The vibe at all <laughs> And I think that was like, for me, that's like the moment of like, oh, that's the energy of that band.
3: I, for some reason, this album feels like it, it captured something to me that um, other records that I also love, that I've played on, um, haven't. And that, that thing to me really is like just this singular focus of it. And uh, I think music that tries to do one thing often is really successful and I think it's hard to just try to do one thing and for me I don't know exactly what that thing was but it consisted of we had like a way that we improvised and we only did that and we didn't really try to break out of that and because of that it didn't feel like the record was trying to reach too far outside of its comfort zone but at the same time it was um I don't know I think that I think that uh it's, it's hard to make music where everyone kind of agrees what the goals are. And for some reason, we just, we had that, um, I think, when we when we recorded this, we knew exactly what we were going for. Um, and, and it felt like we intuitively got to that place, right? We didn't really discuss it that much. We just through playing together so much. I feel like we figured out where we wanted our improvisations to, to lead.
2: I agree and how did so um and i think you and like i mean ewan's being included here because i think i really feel like in like the studios this this session that we did it it felt like it it sort of felt like we were a, a quartet like there was a huge element of like it um Ewan was just on board to come with us in whatever direction, like you know, like he put didn't he, we have a mic against the floor or something?
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't remember all the crazy shit we did, but we definitely experimented a lot with different sound techniques, and I feel like that could yeah that contributed a lot to the sound of the record. And you, I mean, it was great for me because I was studying at the time and all i wanted to do was like push things to the limit and figure out you know the craziest sounds that i could get out of the gear available so it was kind of the perfect pairing
1: we truly ruined a very nice studio
0: well <laughs> i say that but I mean it's a valid use no yeah and I mean yeah like I think the um I, I was listening back to uh which track is it there's one that starts with alex on the floor playing symbols
2: uh,
0: and i think i ran that through like a manly slam and just absolutely obliterated it which no one like <laughs> i don't think anyone's used that piece of gear in the dolan studio for that use before that or since then um but yeah, we, we we kind of made our own thing. It's a very unique uh, collection of sounds. You and can I ask for
3: um, for the people like me who are listening right now who don't know what the hell you're talking about? What is a manly slam?
0: Oh, it's it's a it's a compressor. It's a stereo compressor. Really expensive, nice piece of gear. Um, Yeah, and I mean, one of the funny things about the Dolan Studio is they don't have that much outboard, but what they do have is top tier. So, I mean, generally, when you want to absolutely trash a sound and compress the living hell out of it, you don't necessarily choose a $5,000 piece of gear to do that. You can, as we proved, (laughs) but uh, yeah. Sounded good. Yeah, it sounded good.
2: Yeah, just and just for like, just so we can like keep the idiot listeners in in the loop here. Like, we're we're talking about a studio where, like, Ewan would sit at the board and he would have a TV screen for each of us, right? There was a, or was there yeah, just one that- screen with three cameras or?
0: There were th- no. There were three screens, and I think a number of different cameras. I don't remember how many, but you could like select a camera to show on each screen.
2: Yeah, so we were we were essentially in like a an incredible studio that was also e- equipped to like film a Big Brother episode. <laughs> yeah. And also, shout out David Torrin. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. He's my. Um,
2: I'll get him on here eventually. He's my white whale.
3: There's like something like metaphorically right about the fact that there is like a mic on the ground. The symbols were spread out on the ground. I was literally sitting on the floor. Um There's something that feels very right about us just being splayed on the ground for this album. Cause that's what, that's what it kind of feels like. Right. Just, um, I don't know. Just like completely leaving it all out there on, on a lot of that stuff, um, and to me, it has like an intensity uh, that's that's kind of it's it's a we're having fun, you know what I mean? Pushing stuff to extremes, and um, it is almost like I feel like just like Mike with the, the way that you thought about these songs is like extremely heavy subject matter and um, the way to like, kind of like make music that, that was, I mean, if you want to say um, music, isn't about anything, but if you want to music, that's like based on that, that subject matter, like where we burn the bodies and then like four giants, which is like, you know, I, I at least as I understand, is kind of dedicated to, to Reggie Workman and just like someone who you completely thought was this just gigantic figure. Um, the way to deal with it was to, like, push stuff to extremes, but also have this, like, detachment that was kind of funny and fun about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's rambling, but I just... Uh, the the image of, like, us on the ground, uh, like, splayed on the floor, just, like, I don't know, that works really well
0: for me. Totally.
2: And, like, to add to, like, just the weird, like... I name that song "Where We Where We Burn the Bodies," and then, if I'm, if also if I'm remembering correctly, around this same time that we recorded, they found those. They found those bodies in Washington Square Park or something, right around the exact same time. So, like, there was bodies that were from the NYU Science Department that were not disposed of correctly and they like hid them under washington square park or something oh, is that what they were from instead yeah. of ta- instead of putting them in a whatever they used to burn bot what is that called a uh,
1: the incinerator thing.
2: incinerator am i let me google this real I don't quick think
3: creator like cremating
2: them
1: he- yeah I think it used to be uh there's something about Washington square Park where they they before it was like what we think it was Washington Square park they buried people there it's just a mass grave yeah I think so <laughs> cool and I guess
3: we recorded it at Stone's throw away from that so yep. yeah yeah
2: that's the that's the part that I, that I was gonna get to but I can't figure out when. Should Washington Square Park identify the 20,000 dead bodies beneath it? Hmm. Wow. Okay. Okay. Is that the construction that's
3: always happening there? Yeah, they're just digging up. (laughs) No, I I swear, like, half of the park is always closed in construction.
1: That's true. So how did everyone do during the pandemic? (sighs) primary the pandemic primary can
2: we talk about this record (laughs) (laughs) it's uh yeah we we just opened back up which is nice and the first for the first time in probably how i mean however long this is going on for the first time in two years or, or whatever it is um for the first time the public the top doctors in ontario said something positive that's good yeah last have week you, they were just like i guess we got to learn to live with this get get on out there and and that's that's where we're at which is okay it's been a war zone up here but i, I that's all i'll say we don't have, have to we don't have to do well sorry
1: have you been able to play at all
2: not really interesting i've had i i think i've had th- Since January 20, no, sorry, since March 2020, I've had three gigs with my own band and one gig as a side person.
1: Wow. That's crazy. It's just been shut down that much.
2: Yeah.
0: Damn. I feel like you, Lewis, have been doing the most gigs out of anyone I know. Why is that? Just because I see you posting about them all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's getting, it's starting to pick, up. this week I have four. So this is more than you. That's, That's a lot. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's more than I've had in two and a half years.
1: Yeah, I know. It was crazy. But like, I mean, it was shut down for most of the time. But once it came back, it came back pretty strong, I guess, out here.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, the other part is we don't have the weather thing.
0: Right. Of course.
2: Yeah. I stand uh, I stand outside for my job.
0: Ooh.
2: Oof. Yeah. I got two <laughs> heat. I got two heat lamps. And some on a plexiglass shelter. Oh my god! It's like sure. you heard it here first. Adele caused Brexit.
3: <laughs> okay. Do you want? Uh, I mean, do you want to talk about this record a little more?
2: Yeah. Or just like, yeah.
0: Or, or the trio? i have years
2: yeah five years it, is feel,
0: it feels like longer than five years right it feels like a, a five long years time been
1: ago a fucking long time yeah five years ago we were in our early 20s everything was off well,
0: there was no three, time. three of us were living together
1: that's true we were all living together for Alice. <laughs> and i was not in my uh
3: early 20s me neither <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: in your mid- i was in my mid-20s
3: yeah 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 that's true
2: i was 28 Thirty-two.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. Jesus, I had no idea. You look great. I'm, <laughs> I'm,
2: are you guys listening to any cool shit? What have Alice you? Alice
0: Soldier. Yeah. I'm on a big Alice kick. I'm just listening to way too many podcasts. Okay,
3: um, yeah. I I mean I'm fully on this like kick of. It's really dumb that it ever became uncool to like Radiohead. And I've been listening to a lot oh, yeah. of Radiohead because they're uh, I re- remembered that uh, their music is incredible. Um, and every album except for Pablo Honey is very, very good. And I didn't love the, the last one, but I've listened to a lot of Radiohead. I've also been listening to a band called Palm Poco that is very sick, kind of like... Almost Deerhoof-esque, but a little less silly. Just like high-energy, kind of artsy post-punk stuff.
2: How do you say it again?
3: Pom Poko. P-O-M space P-O-K-O.
2: Nice. I'll Did anyone catch
0: the the Smile live stream concert the other day? Do you know about what the Smile? It? It's the new Johnny Greenwood Tom York um, project with the drummer from Sons of Kemet. Kemet.
2: How do you say that? Sons of Sons Kemet? Of-
0: yeah, Kemet. That's cool.
2: Nice. That's I had heard about that. Yeah, it's pretty sick.
0: So I know I
1: I believe Mike's done this, but Alex and Ewan, have you done the the Pharaoh Sanders dies at all?
3: I mean, I listen to Karma a good amount, and that shit's awesome. But I haven't I haven't really listened
1: to the rest <laughs> of this catalog. It's it's great.
2: The new Pharaoh Sanders thing is it's wicked.
0: Great. It's awesome.
2: Whatever. Wait, that are you is.
0: talking about the One of Tricks playing everything? Yes. Yeah. 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 That thing is awesome. Yeah. It's great. I was, I was, especially now, like, that's crazy that he's
1: still releasing stuff that's awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: And there's this, uh, what's this record called? Uh, there's this Alice Coltrane record from, like, the mid 2000s. That's crazy. Where it's all synth shit and everything. It's nuts. These guys are interesting. But, like, the weirdos that you don't learn about is easily. Man, I saw it, um, like,
3: Farrah Sanders at the Iridium back in like 2008. Wow, it's a very funny place to see Farrah Sanders. Um, like Idris Muhammad on drums, who I don't even know if Idris Muhammad's still alive, but man, it was it was just fucking awesome.
1: It's just awesome. face melting. That, that sounds beautiful.
3: I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like we played in 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 the trio. We played. Um, really only four songs that felt like they were songs of the trio ever. And we did other stuff that was interesting and cool. You know, we played, um, like, Ghosts by Albert Eiler, and, like, we played some other, you know, tunes that ended up being on, like, the quintet album we made with, uh, you know, the the DeCon Phillips collective. But really, it only ever felt like the three songs on this album and "Sleep." Lewis years, which was another slow, yeah, another no, they, slow lyrical one.
1: Um, that, I mean, this band was like or is a vibe. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's I think part of what makes it work is that instead of this dynamic, I mean, it's dynamic. But the thing is, like, to just be like this, we're we're gonna flatline at this at this space and just be there for. Like, I mean, my favorite one is still where we burn the bodies because it nothing happens. <laughs> absolutely that's my favorite tune. is that the one with the piano? no that's uh-huh. the one. that one's also really good that's Bring Us Home right. those, those are my my two favorites but especially where we bring the bodies, it's the one that just slows down that's the only thing that happens in the whole song it just gets slower and slower and slower and slower and it just gets unbelievably slow and to play it every time was so fun and it was like and I don't think another person could have, like, if we had added one person in, they wouldn't have gotten it,
2: because
1: it doesn't, shouldn't be good.
3: <laughs> it, I've never felt that at liberty to change tempos than in oh, this yeah. band. And I felt like no matter what I did, you guys would follow me, and that like level of trust I I've, I haven't had since. With, no, same event. Th-
1: I had that feeling with harmony. Like I was like, always like, oh, I can change the key and we'll get there, which like, and it wasn't this thing of like, oh, there's this like weird, you know, Charles Ives, two keys at the same time sort of thing. It was always just like, no, we're just there now. Like it was, it was a very uh, fluid thing. And it wasn't one of those things of like, oh, we played together so much that this is true. It kind of was like that from the get go. Cause like Alex and I had played together a ton because we were, we had that group with Uema before. But then, and it was totally different than once Mike joined or when, when Mike and us started playing and we did the Desert Fox shit. It was interesting that it was like, oh, but well, we should have this connection because we play together so much, totally different type of music, totally different way of playing, still just quick, faster. I also
3: remember just c- certain times before we felt like, oh, we're going to make a record when we would, you know, we'd freely improvise, which is like, that's really how this music, like, formed, right? And that's how we, like, figured out how we play together. Um, and I remember just playing for, like, 25 minutes as soft as I could. You know what right. I mean? Like, literally sounds of, like, moving my, like, drum stool, like, moving, m- like, kind of, like, adjusting a lug on, on like, a floor tom. Just, like, stuff that is... The,
0: really just, difficult to record.
3: <laughs> really uh, I'm very sorry I'm, I mean if if we did a free record and you um, you know you were tasked to record it which yeah, you'd be my vote uh, it would be a fucking nightmare for you <laughs> so,
0: yeah. um, I think the piano is still my favorite overdope on the record oh man it, yeah that, that moment during the session I think that was the most memorable moment yeah
1: me. that was a one take gig
0: yeah
3: um, I I remember that I my you were like I don't what do you like why are I don't piano and then we started doing it and then I was like is that good? And I looked over and then like I see through the glass and I can't hear because go go go
1: go go keep going and I was like what I remember that I remember you turned because it was like at the point where like it was a big and you're like alright I'm done and you turn towards us and you and I are both like go 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 stop do stop stop stop
3: yeah, I mean, uh, you know, octaves, uh, just Powerful high tip. up. It was just, Clankin'.
2: like, it was, it was, it started off total rubbish. <laughs> like, we got into that stu the studio, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> and then, and then suddenly, it was, like, magic, like, we all went into the same room, and then the record just like fell, fell into the into our laps.
1: It, it is so weird because glass. Well, it wasn't like we were separated where we couldn't see each other, but it was truly uh, bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we the same room.
2: <laughs> like I,
0: it's, I'm very curious to listen to that that version just to hear if it is actually that bad or not.
1: I feel like it's just like a jazz trio.
2: Right. yeah like i i i can't i need to emphasize the fact that like i feel weird gassing up this record that we made five years ago but i also can't understate how like perfectly it just fell together and how it happened like
1: like the easiest record to make i mean that's largely because you but
2: Like we're, we're, I mean, we're talking. I I won't put this on you guys. I talk about this record like it's thriller, like.
1: (laughs) I talk about thriller like it's this record,
2: (laughs) and I realize that's a that's crazy talk because, like, what ten people have listened to this and we gave away all the physicals. I, they're probably all in the in the garbage somewhere. But I still feel so strongly about it.
3: Well, it's uh, yeah. I mean, you just can't count on stuff falling in your lap most of the time. And when it happens, it happens, and it's like you kind of try to put yourself in situations for that. But it just—it's not in your control. And um, when it happens. I mean, it just, I don't know. Yeah, I feel, I felt, I, found, I think this, this when when it worked, this this is like the easiest music in the world to play for me. I can do literally, literally whatever I want. There's complete freedom.
1: Well, also with each other. Like, I feel like I learned a lot of how to play guitar from playing with y'all. I mean, because Alex and I have been playing in like three bands at that point. I especially learned how to play guitar from Alex, but I think I learned how to like use harmony from my, it's interesting how you like learn, how to do what you're already doing by doing it with the right people. That's the worst way to phrase that ever. Cause we learned each other's harmony, which was gibberish, but it works, you know, and then you kind of develop a language and same thing with rhythm. Like the the rhythmic shape, for instance, the tempo shit and everything and the like the constant slowing, the one beat being longer than another beat or whatever, that's like only works within our context or or it's like learning how to do that with something specific to each other's playing that I think you don't uh that then teaches you how you play you know then it becomes how you play so like for instance the way we all played together became how we all played apart when you have the right group it's kind of the one that you base okay this is where my playing's spouting from is where I'm learning my new shit and then it's easy to reapply it elsewhere. Whereas some bands you play in, and you're like, I play parts, and I know
2: how to play these parts. I'm going to be totally honest. I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> Do I, I was. I was very.
0: pouring his <laughs> out? I would. <laughs>
1: well, that's why you record this shit.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll overdub an, uh, a response in the <laughs> on the way out.
3: I feel like this is. I've been watching a ton of basketball, really, like two years now, and um, I do feel like this is kind of like a lineup that you don't have to run any plays for. That's mm. like that's like the best metaphor I have for it. It's just like we kind of know how to pass to each other, and like we know we know our roles, and we just kind of let it fly.
2: Because I mean, imagine. Imagine a basketball team with three LeBrons.
3: That's that's what this is. This is <laughs> <laughs> and whoever the coach
1: was for so whoever really yet. Yeah, yeah. Please don't film yourself <laughs> team. <laughs> You know, <laughs> oh, hello, <laughs> my friends. Yeah, Lush, we got uh, Lust for Life and Spock from the 70s calendar. Yeah. Wow. Oh, really shit,
0: good. man. You guys got a little it? shrine below? Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, a little
0: close. bit. Yeah. And then.
1: You got, you got yeah. a nice spot. You got a nice little spot oh, my, here. House. Beautiful.
0: Godzilla. Base, Odyssey. But yeah. Them, L.A. living.
2: Any any uh, closing thoughts for my idiot listeners? <laughs> uh,
1: if you made it this far, congratulations.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, this I think this band kind of ruined improvised music for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I don't I didn't really do like instrumental music or music heavy on improvisation after this. I mean, maybe it's a virtue of the fact that, like, a deadly pandemic came and struck. And, like, also everyone who I played music that involved improvisation with, like, moved out of New York. But uh, it it does seem to be the thing that that delivered the final blow.
2: And I
1: would just play songs. So, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks for ruining it. it. R.I.P. R.I.P. Improvised Music.
2: All right, boys. All right, I do gotta run. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna hang up. Sounds good.